A very pleasant good morning. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. Glad to have you along. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. Reach me at any time at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Program is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, Charters and Tours. You can reach them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net or 866-944-8687. That'll get them. Well, today, some thoughts about the parable of the widow and the judge. So here's the point. Right at the very outset of Luke chapter 18, Luke writes, and he told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to lose heart. He said, in a certain city, there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while, he refused. But afterward, he said to himself, Though I am uh, neither fearing God nor respecting man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice so that she will not beat me down by her continual coming. And the Lord said, hear what the unrighteous judge says. And will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? That's a rhetorical question, urging faithfulness in prayer. Okay, so here we have a widow. We don't know much about her. We don't know exactly what her situation was. Just that, well, she had an adversary who had done her wrong. And she wants to get justice, to set things right. So this judge was no picnic to talk to. He didn't care a hoot about her. First off, he was not a true believer in God. Secondly, the text states that he did not fear man as well. So, okay, here's this widow. You have to feel sorry for her. From that standpoint alone, she didn't have a spouse to help her with this legal situation. She had to handle the whole thing all by herself. The text says that she was persistent. She kept coming to this loser of a judge with her case, and he kept refusing and refusing again and again. Ah, but then he got sick and tired of this woman constantly coming. She was bugging him, perhaps even at all hours of the night. So this is what he said to himself, though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I'll give her justice. Okay, the judge, the mean guy, gave in to her persistence. She just kept at it, and finally he had had enough. It's a beautiful argument here from the much lesser to the much greater. If an evil judge who didn't fear God gave in to this widow's persistence, how much the more will not the Lord answer your persistent prayers? You, whom he has redeemed, whom he has bought back with his own son's precious blood. You, whom he loves everlastingly. Well, of course, obviously, he will answer your persistent prayers because he loves you, because he has promised to never leave you nor forsake you. So this parable urges you to never, ever lose heart in your prayers. They are heard by the Lord. 
Galatians 6, 9 states, do not give up. We'll take King Hezekiah and his sickness in the Old Testament. The Bible says that he was so sick, he was at the point of death. And Isaiah the prophet came to him and said, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die and you shall not recover. Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord, Please, O Lord, remember how I have walked before you in faithfulness and with a whole heart, and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. And then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah, Go and say to Hezekiah, Thus says the Lord, the God of David, your father. I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Behold, I will add 15 years to your life. Hezekiah was persistent in his prayer. Yes, he had done good, but the Lord rewarded his faith primarily and his persistence in praying. Uh, the apostle Paul prayed three times that the Lord would remove his thorn in the flesh. The Lord heard his persistent prayer and answered him, not quite the way he wanted. The thorn remained. But the Lord told him, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Martin Luther once said that the Lord desires you and me to come to him with boldness and with confidence. G.S. Bowies once wrote, a holy boldness, a chastened familiarity is the true spirit of right prayer. And it was said of Martin Luther that when he prayed, it was with as much reverence as if he were praying to an infinite God and with as much familiarity as if he were speaking to his nearest friend. Won't you speak to your nearest friend? You have a need, pray about it. Continue to go to the Lord and continue to ask him for help. He'll give it to you in one way or another. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend right here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. KFUO.org is our website. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, and I'll be back after these messages of interest. Keep it here. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country, or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege, 636-432-7860. Well, a very pleasant welcome back to Moments of Assurance Weekend. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson talking about persistence in prayer. Does that make a difference to the Lord in getting the desired result? Uh, you, you saw the example or heard the example about the widow and the judge and how the widow 
uh, wanted justice against uh, her adversary, and she kept coming and kept coming and kept coming persistently. And finally, this unjust judge who neither feared God nor feared man gave her justice against her adversary. He couldn't stand her coming anymore. A little bit different when it comes to the Lord. He loves you. He's given his only begotten son for you. So it's not a matter of his getting sick and tired of hearing from you. He wants you to come. He wants you to come persistently. He wants you to come all the time because he loves you. A love demonstrated by Jesus on the cross and through the empty tomb, uh, making heaven a reality for you and for me. Well, one author has written, to be a praying Christian does not simply mean to pray occasionally, but to pray continually. And then he uses this example. He said, nobody can live by taking a breath only once in a while. And you can't read by a light that flickers off and on. And a ship cannot sail with only an occasional puff of wind. And so also a Christian cannot maintain spiritual life and health by praying only once in a while. St. Paul once wrote to the Philippians, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So the peace of God acts like a sentry to keep out all the invading forces of worry and anxiety. St. Paul once wrote to the Thessalonians, urging them to pray without ceasing. Of course, the Lord doesn't expect you to carry a portable prayer rug around with you, just that your heart and your mind are tuned in to the Almighty through his precious and holy word. The Apostle Paul also wrote to continue steadfastly in prayer. That word steadfastly means to proceed in a dutifully firm and unwavering manner in a persistent manner problem is that at times you and I think we can really make it very well without the Lord's help. And sometimes Galatians 2.20 is inverted because we're sinners. So instead of saying with the Apostle Paul, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, that sometimes uh, gets inverted to say it's no longer Christ who lives, but I who lives, <laughs> who live. The I comes to the top of that verse and says, it's me. I'm the one that counts. And if that's true, then we don't pray persistently so much. As somebody once said, pride goes before the fall. Okay, so we're on top instead of Christ. And if we think we're in that position, why bother? Why go to the Lord except for the Sunday prayers as a congregation? Why even bother? Or we don't get what we want right away, and we get discouraged. However, when you consider Christ, when you take a good look at what he has done for you, how can you get discouraged? He is the one who took discouragement out because you know that he went to the cross for you. He shed his precious blood in your place. When you ponder your Savior, discouragement leaves and you get hope. Because you're focused on Jesus. You know how much he loves you. You know how much he cares for you. You know how much you look forward to seeing him in heaven. Indeed, when you consider Christ in that way, you want to talk to him. 
After all, he gave his life for you, and he's promised to listen. Proverbs 15, 29 states, The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. That is, those of faith. He hears your prayers. The psalmist once wrote, O Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. And I'm sure he hears your voice in the evening as well. Jesus said, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Yeah, spiritual rest. Come persistently through the Lord's precious word and his blessed sacraments. Come to him. Promises he'll come to you. He'll give you peace. He'll give you what you want or something better. Indeed, his word is the prayer prompter. Go to that word today. You'll not want the conversation you have with the Almighty to come to an end. After all, through his suffering, death, and resurrection, you will never come to an end. Remember these precious words of Jesus. Him who comes to me, I will in no wise cast out. Indeed, in Christ, and by faith in what he's done, you are cast into him for eternity. Thanks a lot for being along for Moments of Assurance Weekend. Pray persistently. Do not give up. Do not become weary. The Lord hears you. He'll give you what's best and will take care of the rest of your life. That's for sure. Join me for regular Moments of Assurance, Monday through Friday, over the noontime hour on Worldwide KFUO. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.